You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the the way. I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the the workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I ran in that case didn't take Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning and welcome in to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on a beautiful Monday morning. Joe Gaither sitting in for Martin Houston this morning. I want to thank uh, James Ludeman for filling in last week. So I'm going to fill in this week as Martin Houston is on his mayoral campaign run. We'll have a different uh, co-host sitting in every you know every week for uh, for Martin as he's handling business outside of the radio world. And it was a huge, huge weekend here in Tuscaloosa and in the sports world, all throughout the sports world. We had a major Alabama victory as Alabama took care of the Mississippi State Bulldogs on Saturday to keep its undefeated uh, basketball streak alive. Alabama hired a new running backs coach, Robert Gillespie, from North Carolina. We'll get into talking about some of that today and major NFL playoff action as we fi- we have a Super Bowl matchup set and the last game of uh, of football is, is scheduled now for uh, t- two weeks away. You'll have the Chiefs and the, the Buccaneers squaring off in the Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. But before we get into all that, I want to remind you that this is a day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And want to let you know that you can get in on the show by calling us on the Taco Casa hotline, 205-342-9904. The Taco Casa hotline will be open for business all all show long. If you've got something on your mind, if you want to react to the big Alabama basketball victory or give us your thoughts on Alabama's running backs coach or maybe even the NFL action last night, and Conor McGregor getting knocked out uh, in the UFC event on Saturday night. So it was a big sports weekend. We'll get into all of that right here on the Martin Houston Show. want to remind you to download that Tide 100.9 app as we uh, put together all kinds of uh, news and info on the app. It's the best way to listen to us live wherever you are. Uh, if you're outside of the listening area, you, you can take that Tide 100.9 app and uh, and listen to us anywhere. Uh, so we let's get into it. The Alabama Alabama Crimson Tide uh, defeated Mississippi State eighty-one to seventy-three to extend its its SEC winning streak to eight games. Its overall win, uh, winning streak to nine games. They're tied thirteen and three on the season, uh, sitting there r- r- right at. 
three games ahead of the, the next closest competition, Missouri in the SEC, looking to uh, secure an SEC championship and, and really taking care of business on Saturday as uh, Alabama has been blowing a lot of teams out, but uh, you knew it was coming. You knew it was coming to uh, have a close game, uh, and Alabama was able to grind one out in Coleman Coliseum against a tough opponent. Mississippi State kind of had an up-and-down season for the Bulldogs so far this year, but they come into Tuscaloosa and uh, really put really kind of they they really they put their game plan in action against the Crimson Tide and, and Alabama was able to uh, overcome that knocking in a uh, 14-3s I believe on the game to to uh, keep, keep, you know make that really the difference uh, both teams really shot near the same percentage uh, but Alabama makes 14 threes to the Bulldogs only four and Alabama takes care of business to uh, keep its undefeated season alive let's go right out to the Taco Casa hotline and jump right out good morning you're in on Todd 100.9 how you doing today this is Pat good morning realize, how are you hey I realize this is a oh, hey, football show but we need to talk about basketball a minute how you doing today, Pat? What do you think oh, about the ball game I, this weekend? Man, basketball and I burnt my kitchen up, but uh, I got to go over and see all state this morning. Got a <laughs> grease fire, but I burnt, I burnt my hand up, but it's but all was good. I got insurance, just a just a thing. You burnt your hand up watching the game? You no, know, uh, I was uh, uh, getting ready to fry fish and. I had, a, I had a grease fire. Oh my gosh, are you okay? No, I burnt my hand up pretty good. That, uh, but uh, hey, life goes on. My, my daughter-in-law's a doctor, and she uh, was able to get, well, Robert brought me up medicine from down in Demopolis. So I'm fine. Well, Pat, I'm, I'm glad you're okay. I hope that your hand recovers quickly. Oh, yeah. Let, let, hey, the thing, the thing, hang on. Let's talk about this basketball team, man. Yeah, man. They go ahead. Props. Oh, they do deserve props. 8-0 in the SEC, taking care of business. Uh, usually, Alabama basketball would probably lose a game like that uh, in, in years past. But uh, we're able to grind one out against Mississippi State. What do you think on Saturday? Well, Alabama. What the in, in that in that's the case that uh, that's exactly we made uh, free throws when we needed to make them. Uh, we missed a couple uh, front end and the back end. I can't remember which it was that uh, that should that should have been made in clutch situations. But the biggest thing was a hey, these three point shooters coming up big, big, big at the end. Hey. Shooters want the ball in their hand at the end of the game, and I hey, hats off to Petty. Uh, I wasn't as big a Petty fan in the past as some people are, uh, but he's finally come around, and undoubtedly he is putting in the work uh, that because it's showing. What do you think? Yeah, Pat, for him to uh, take that last shot really to seal the win for Alabama, uh, I, I'm with you. I think that uh, in years past I've been pretty frustrated with uh, John Petty. You know, some games in years past he could shoot, you know, 20, 25 points and then turn around the next night and give you three to five, but he's become a real consistent scorer for the for, for Alabama. And really at this point over the last two weeks, you, you feel like everything he shoots he's going to make. He uh, only ended up with 12 points uh, off making 
uh, four three-pointers, so right, all his points from beyond the arc. But that last one, what a huge shot. It was a dagger. And, uh, and, he, uh, and it came, like I said, it was an opportune uh, time. And, I mean, just, like you said, oh, you know, Michael, I ain't not, not comparing nothing like that, of course, but Michael always, always wanted the ball, and Kobe too. And, uh, but shooters want the ball. And that uh, <clears throat> it was a big deal. But uh, but anyway, hey, uh, we'll uh, hopefully by the time Hank comes on Thursday, we'll have some recruiting questions. But uh, I got to let you go because I got a lot, a lot of smoke in my lungs yesterday. Ooh, so have Pat, a great day, okay? Pat, thanks for calling right. in. I hope you get that sorted out uh, today with your gr- uh, grease fire in the kitchen. Uh, as soon as I get served pro, I'll be – I ain't getting served pro a prompt, but uh, as soon as I get – Get them over and get things short. Restoration will be better because I'm just worried about appliances. Well, All right. Have a good one. Thank hey, you. Thank you so much, Pat. That's Pat uh, calling in on the Taco Casa hotline, 205-342-9904. If you want to get involved in the show this morning, sounds like Pat had a crazy weekend, just like the Alabama Crimson Tide. So Alabama really gets bullied on the uh, kind of in the paint. Uh I thought it was quite interesting to see uh, Mississippi State had put put their game plan in, uh, in, into place, but Alabama really never uh, backed down from theirs, taking taking thirty four three point shots, uh, and, and really the threes being the difference in the game. Because Mississippi State they out rebounded Alabama right there in the paint, uh, thirty six to, to uh, thirty two. Now it felt like a much wider margin for myself sitting on the couch, uh, you know, get, getting after the TV every time a rebound was up in the air. Felt like Mississippi State w- was coming down with it, but uh, it was really just a gritty, gutsy win. And you talk about a gutsy win, you have to talk about Herb Jones. Herb Jones uh, leading the Crimson Tide with 17 points. Uh, 17 points. He had five rebounds, seven assists, and then on the defensive end, four steals and, a, and three blocks. So really getting after it on both ends of the floor for Herb Jones. And what a gutsy performance, really. Herb Jones go, going down there uh, in, in the first half, uh, going down there, falling on his back, uh, kind of look, looking like looking like he might have gotten seriously hurt as he went straight into the locker room. Uh, but it looked like... Just ended up being a, a back and a bru a, a back injury, uh, and, and he came back into the into the game. You kind of could tell that he was stiff, going you know running up and down the court. But Herb Jones, what a definition of uh, of a warrior, kind of putting himself in, in position to potentially be the SEC Player of the Year as, as he's contributing on both the offensive and defensive ends. Now, you always talked about how uh, Herb Jones's offense was usually you know always behind the defense, but as of you know. Lately, he's really turned the corner, uh, two for four from beyond the arc. And, you know, he right there ma- ma- making a lot of his free throws. 17 points to lead the Crimson Tide. You talk about John Petty uh, being that offensive threat and even Jaden Shackelford. But on a Saturday afternoon in, in Coleman Coliseum, Herb Jones is the is that guy who's leading Alabama on both offense and defense. So it's pretty impressive to see. And uh, I think that, you know, it's going to just have a, even better things for this Alabama back. 
basketball team if they can remain healthy going down the stretch. We'll see if they can get Jordan Bruner back from injury off of off a knee injury uh, suffered what, a week and a half ago. Now he's looking at uh, trying to get back uh, for the second part of the of the SEC season. Alabama is a big week for the Crimson Tide. Two big opponents, two premier opponents. Alabama's going to host Kentucky on Tuesday. Uh, Alabama, you know, defeated Kentucky by twenty the last time they played out there in Rupp Arena. And Kentucky having a you know struggling this year, but it's always Kentucky. Anytime you play Big Blue in basketball, uh, it's going to be a big matchup. So that's going to be a a, you know a fun thing to watch on Tuesday afternoon and on Saturday. The Crimson Tide is going to take on Oklahoma in the SEC Big 12 Challenge. Uh, Alabama only lost one game so far in that SEC Big 12 Challenge. It'll be the second second time they played Oklahoma uh, as the last time they beat Trey Young right here in Tuscaloosa. Uh, so they'll get out there to Norman, Oklahoma, and try to take down the Sooners uh, to keep their, their strong season going. Now, Oklahoma is coming off a big win against Kansas. Uh, so, you know, Kansas, despite their struggles with the FBI, and uh, NCAA, still a strong program. So Oklahoma coming off a pretty marquee win there. Uh, so it's a big week for Alabama basketball. Uh, and, and it was a big big weekend for all of Alabama Crimson Tide sports. You had gymnastics beating Auburn on Friday night and women's basketball beating Auburn uh, yesterday. So uh, wins all around in Coleman Coliseum uh, for, for, uh, dif- you know, for, for the different winter sports as both men and women's basketball and gymnastics uh, come away with uh, big victories, too, over Auburn, and any time you beat uh, the team from West Georgia, it's a great day and it's a great weekend. So, uh, call in and talk. Uh, let us know what you thought about the basketball performances this weekend on the Taco Casa Hotline two zero five three four two nine nine zero four. We'll get into Alabama's running backs coach. Alabama went and uh, hired a replacement for Charles Huff. Charles Huff going to uh, going to Marshall to become the head coach there. So, uh, Nick Saban having to go find a replacement and uh, find that. It, he, he, he did over the weekend. We locked in a new running backs coach, so we'll get into that and more right here on the Martin Houston Show. I'm Joe Gaither filling in for Martin Houston on this beautiful Monday morning, and we'll be back with more right after this. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, everything pretty quiet around town this Monday morning. Our roadways are wet, so please slow down and be careful. And if you see conditions, give us a call. If you want a great ride, grab a new Nissan from your hometown dealer, Townsend Nissan of Tuscaloosa. I'm Captain Ray. The weather unseasonably mild today, mostly cloudy with a chance of a few scattered showers, the high 73. For tonight, showers likely, possibly a thunderstorm, the low at 59. Tomorrow, showers ending early in the day, becoming partly sunny, the high 69. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit him online at southmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904 or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook.
Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show on a Monday morning, getting your week started off right. Uh, recap of the weekend. I'm Joe Gaither filling in for Martin Houston. Want to remind you to download that Tide 100.9 app. It's the best way to keep up with all the Crimson Tide news as myself and several other members of the team are uh, keeping up with all the news, putting articles out there all the time. And the best way to keep stay up to date with uh, Alabama Crimson Tide is that Tide 100.9 app. And w- one thing that uh, went down over the weekend with the Alabama Crimson Tide is uh, we hired a new Al- a new running backs coach over the weekend. Uh, Nick Saban went over to uh, Chapel Hill, North Carolina to find Robert Gillespie. Uh, He's going to become the new running backs coach, replacing Charles Huff, who went out to Marshall uh, to become the head coach over at Marshall. So a a sizable jump in responsibility for Charles Huff creates an opening on the Crimson Tide staff, and that's filled by Robert Gillespie. Uh, So, uh, you know, what do do we know about this guy? We know that... uh, he turned out the fourth and the sixth overall rusher in uh, college football this past year as uh, Michael Carter rushed for 1,245 yards, excuse me, 1,245 yards, and Javante Williams rushed for 1,140 yards. Uh, so two guys right there in the top six in the country, right behind Najee Harris running 14, uh, 1,466. So two guys uh, pretty much combining for over 2,000 yards uh, for, the, for the Tar Heels uh, and and both of these guys are uh, kind of set to go into the NFL draft at you know become a high pick you know for running backs behind Travis Etienne and uh Najee Harris. So, uh, Nick Saban goes out and gets a guy who who's he's you know producing some good running backs uh as of course you would expect him to you know expect him to make a great hire and a great replacement. But the interesting thing to me about hiring Gillespie is uh prior to working at North Carolina for the last 3 years, he worked for Butch Jones at Tennessee from uh, 2013 to 2017, running backs coach and recruiting coordinator for the Tennessee Vols. I think it's very interesting to see uh, really the, the trust that Coach Saban has uh, has in Butch Jones and kind of uh, the respect that he has for Butch Jones, a guy like Butch Jones who kind of was run out of Knoxville, uh, run out of Knoxville brick by brick, and, and people kind of laughed at him coming to, coming to Tuscaloosa to be, you know, oh, Nick Saban's water boy, Nick Saban's coffee man. But I think he was much more than that. I think he grew into, much more than that from as an offensive analyst and now uh, taking off to be head coach uh, I believe at Arkansas State so uh, big uh, big news in, in, in Tuscaloosa as Robert Gillespie takes over uh, that running backs room he's going to have Brian Robinson back uh, for his I guess really sixth year uh, well fourth fifth fifth year excuse me fifth year uh, as he's getting that in- extra year uh, of NCAA eligibility thanks to the uh, COVID-19 uh, kind of provisions going on for, for as far as eligibility goes. Well, he'll have Jace McClellan. He'll have Roydell Williams. He'll get Keelan Robinson back uh, and the, the Vine running back from Texas, Kamar Wheaton as well. Uh, and so that'll be it'll be there's going to be a lot of talent in that running backs room as there always is uh, for, for for in Tuscaloosa. So uh, he'll have a lot of talent to work with. 
and that running backs coach. I know there's a lot of speculation about potentially getting Burton Burns uh, back from the the New York Giants to uh, to coach the running backs, but Coach Saban steps you know steps into the ACC and uh, hires Robert Gillespie, and uh, that, I, I, I think it's going to turn out to be a good hire as he's already got a good little track record going. Uh, while he was at Tennessee, he coached Alvin Kamara, so got got a good track record of running backs already produced in college football. We'll see what he can do with uh with with the rest of the Alabama Crimson Tide running backs. See if Trey Sanders can get back to uh to some health after his car crash this year. So plenty plenty of talent uh in that Alabama running backs room for Robert Gillespie to work. If you want to jump in and talk about the new hire, you can uh, holler at us on the on the uh, Taco Casa hotline at 205-342-9904. Want to let you know that later on this evening after Hey Coach at 7 o'clock tonight, we're going to restart our uh, our intern show, Tide Tonight. Uh, we, we, we've got a good crop of interns this, this year, and we're going to get them on the air tonight at 7 o'clock after Ryan Fowler and after Hey Coach Tonight. Uh, we talked a little bit about the basketball team earlier in the, earlier in the program. Alabama basketball staying 8-0. Uh, taking it, taking it to the Mississippi State Bulldogs, eighty-one to seventy-three. I don't know if you heard John Petty after the game. <laughs> John Petty really embracing the uh, the role of the hunted, uh, as Alabama used used to be the hunter. Al, uh, John Petty says, "Oh, everybody wants a piece of Alabama, and they can get it too." Uh, so I, I'm really excited to see the. Uh, Really excited to see the attitude that uh that the, this Crimson Tide team has. Excited to see you know embracing that role of uh, teams really wanting to come after Alabama. You know you've already beaten Auburn, you've beaten Tennessee, you've be, you've beaten Kentucky, you've beaten LSU. A lot of the teams that uh the you know the preseason pundits, the media would have said uh is the are, are the favorites to win the SEC. And you, you look at Joe Lenardi, his bracketology. Joe Lenardi has Alabama right now as a two. In the NCAA tournament, I think that's uh, kind of speaks to the great links and the great uh, distance that Nate Oates has taken uh, this Alabama Crimson Tide team. As, as you know, a two seed is is crazy. When's the last time Alabama had went into the tournament uh, with, with with a seeding like a number two seed? I, you know, not. Not in my my recent memory uh, watching Alabama basketball. So uh, what a great job Nate Oates has done, and and it's only halfway done. We've got the rest of the season uh, to to get into. As you, you know, there, you're only what, eight eight zero in the SEC, so you got another eight or so eight, eight or nine games right about the halfway mark. Uh, and, and Alabama turns to uh, hosting Kentucky tomorrow night. Kentucky trying to. Uh, Keep things going after beating beating LSU uh, over the weekend. LSU struggling, uh, losing both games over the week, uh, losing to Alabama and Kentucky, giving up a lot of three point shots. And uh, I just really, really hate that for a guy like Will Wade. I hate that uh, that LSU struggling. That uh, you know really makes me very sad that Will Wade is struggling uh, over the last couple games. And we'll see if Alabama can keep it going. Uh, one other big, big event that maybe didn't uh, fell under the radar over the weekend in Tuscaloosa was UFC, I think it's 257. Conor McGregor took on uh, took on Dustin Poirier, uh, and Poirier ended up knocking him out in the second round, uh, leaving Conor McGregor kind of laying there, <laughs> looking.
looking funny. Uh, McGregor was all over him in the first first round, uh, and I thought really won the first round. And really halfway through the second round, McGregor stayed on top of him, uh, but Poirier hung in there, took a lot of shots, took a lot of took a lot of uh, heavy shots for McGregor. In my opinion, he got cut open a little bit, but Poirier stuck to their game plan, really chopping down that front leg of Conor McGregor, and ended up getting him uh, ended up getting him kind of standing still. And once McGregor was standing still, didn't have uh, that motion and that energy, uh, Poirier really pounced and ended up knocking him out in emphatic fashion. So we'll see what's next for uh, for the Irishman, Conor McGregor, as after the fight, he said that uh, he made the comments that, uh, you know, you can't be inactive in the UFC and be successful. Uh, Conor McGregor, this was his first fight uh, in quite some time after he's flirted with retirement several different times, just as different publicity stunts. Uh, so uh, they asked him after the fight if he would fight uh, again in 2021. He said most definitely because uh, the only way to stay, you know, relevant and stay on top of the sport and stay, you know, uh, at a high level in MMA is to fight and is to be active. So uh, we'll we'll see Conor McGregor and see who he ends up fighting later in the year. Uh, that was a a great event on Saturday. I'm looking forward to seeing Eric Anders, Alabama Crimson Tide uh, f- football player, get back into the cage as well on in a, on a future UFC card. This, I'm Joe Gaither. I'm filling in for Martin Houston. We've talked talk a little about the Alabama new running backs coach, Robert Gillespie, getting hired. Alabama basketball uh, to get, having a big victory over the weekend, trying to keep things rolling, undefeated season in the SEC, and that, that is. And we touched a little bit on the UFC event on Saturday. When we get back, we'll talk about the NFL playoffs, two big NFL playoff games as the Super Bowl is now set. I know my man James Ludeman is thrilled to have his Tampa Bay Bucks in the Super Bowl. And I'm personally happy to see Aaron Rodgers uh, go home sad, uh, as I'm a big Bears fan. So that 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 was a great thing yesterday. We'll get into all that and more as we uh, get, uh, go into the second half of this edition of the Martin Houston Show. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we do have a light drizzle with a bit of fog, so visibility is limited. Just slow down and be careful. And if you see conditions, give us a call, 205-886-8886. If you want a great ride, grab a new Nissan from your hometown dealer, Towns and Nissan of Tuscaloosa. I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership 
and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com, that's peptalks35.com, or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show, the sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Into the Martin Houston show on the Monday after the championship weekend in the NFL. I'm Joe Gaither filling in for Martin Houston. We've talked we've talked a lot about the different topics going on over the weekend, but we're saving so we save Sunday's football for last. You can call in and talk about uh, Sunday's football on the on the Taco Casa Hotline 205-342-9904. That was the weekend bringing us back in from break as the weekend will be performing uh, on, on Super Bowl Sunday in two weeks. Uh, and, and what a day it was uh, in the NFL. You had uh, really two legends in the first game. Uh, Taking on, taking on uh, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers up in Lambeau Field, uh, and, and then you had two young guys. You had J- Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes in the second game, uh, really fighting for the right to get to the Super Bowl. As Mahomes uh, ended up victorious, getting back to his second straight Super Bowl. Uh, but we're going to start with the first game, uh, t- t- Tampa Bay against uh, the Green Bay Packers. The Bucks emerged victorious, thirty-one to twenty-six, and what a wild game it was! As Tom Brady throws three count. Them three interceptions, uh, kind of a, a rare sight to see Tom Brady turning the ball over, being that careless, uh, really in crunch time. But the Bucks get it done, thirty-one uh, twenty-six over the Packers. Really, all you got to look at is uh, you know red zone efficiency. The Packers are two for four in the red zone, uh, and I believe that, I believe the Bucks were a perfect two for uh, per- perfect percentage in the red zone. Uh, and, and on top of that. You look at the end of the first half. The end of the first half, Tom Brady, they, they, they're about to punt it away on a fourth and, uh, fourth and one, I believe. And they decide, they decide to end up going for it. Uh, they, they, they get the first down on a short fourth down conversion and then line up for basically a shot play. And Tom Brady finds Scotty Miller down the sideline over Kevin King to score a, a last second touchdown for, for, for the Buccaneers instead of Kicking a, f- a long field goal, which would have probably been a 50-50 shot uh, for, for for the Bucks. There, they ended up they end up 
uh, taking a dagger shot on uh, on the Green Bay Packers, and the last second touchdown of the first half ends up being the difference in what is a five point game. You, you, so, uh, what a huge play for Tom Brady, uh, kind of showing you why he is probably the greatest quarterback to ever play uh, professional football. Getting back to the Super Bowl uh, for his tenth. His time, his tenth Super Bowl, which is just absurd uh, for, for for Tom Brady, as he really is proving why he is uh, one of the greatest players of all time. Now you you fast forward later in the game, and, and you wonder. Could Aaron Rodgers have snuck into uh, the end zone on that third down play, uh, third third and goal from about the six or the seven? Uh, the, the the Patriots are excuse me. The, the Bucks are down are down uh, or the the the. the the Packers are down. Excuse me. The Packers are down, trying to get. Uh, they're down eight, trying to tie the game up uh, late, so maybe push it into overtime. And Rodgers ends up opting to throw it into the end zone when he might have had enough room to run into the end zone. And, uh, un- and strangely, Matt Lafleur decides to opt for a field goal. Uh, opts for a field goal when uh, and, and put some uh, put some pressure on his own defense and Tom Brady and the Buccaneers uh, end up ba- basically running out the rest of the clock. So Matt Lafleur, uh, really interesting call there to 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 not go for it on fourth down, uh, to not not end up pushing the limit and trying to you know uh, try, trying to go ahead and tie that game up uh, when you're down eight, you, you end up cutting the lead to five and never getting the ball back. Uh, Ends up basically being the difference in the game. You've got you've got a, a long touchdown pass at the end of the first half, and and, uh, and not going for it at the end of the game. Uh, kind of a strange look there for Matt Lafleur. Kind of kind of showing uh, maybe his inexperience as a second year coach. But the Packers uh, maybe in a state a state of turmoil, as you heard after the game. Um, Aaron Rodgers kind of non-committal on his future. Uh, his future plans, whether to play uh, football or to play in Green Bay uh, in the future, as they drafted Jordan Love. Uh, Jordan Love in the first round last last year in last year's draft it kind of made a lot of people question uh, how much longer Aaron Rodgers was going to be playing in, in Green Bay. And uh, as a Bears fan, I love that he can go ahead and retire. He's made plenty of money. He can go on and retire. Uh, it's kind of interesting. The Packers have had Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre consecutively since 1992, and only two Super Bowl champions uh, ch- championships to show for it. Kind of uh, crazy to consider when you think they're two of uh, the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. So uh, Aaron Rodgers will see what they do next uh, as. Uh, uh, we'll see what as they head into the off season. Officially losing to the Bucks yesterday, thirty-one to twenty-six. From an Alabama angle, uh, you've got J.K. Scott uh, ended up you know on the losing end there for for the Green Bay Packers, and the injured O.J. Howard uh, is going to the Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, O.J. Howard t- tearing up his Achilles, I think, week four or week five uh, this year. So, unfortunately, he will not be playing in the Super Bowl in two weeks. But Tom Brady will. He's going he's gonna to take his team. You know, he's taking uh, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. He's taking the rest of the crew. Uh, and, and they'll be the first team in NFL history to play a Super Bowl in their own home stadium. So, that's going to be an interesting thing. We'll see if it serves as a distraction or if 
if it serves as uh, you know something that uh, uh, that boosts them up, if playing in their own home city will uh, kind of give them that comfort level that you know no travel, uh, you know they'll be comfortable with the facilities. Obviously, having played there all year long, and they'll have their own practice facilities. So we'll see over the next two weeks if it serves as a distraction or not to play the Super Bowl in their own home city. Uh, they've got a tall, tall task taking on Kansas City, taking on uh, Patrick Mahomes. I think that uh, Kansas City is kind of just steadily gone, you know, gone with the flow this year. Uh, kind of put in plenty of work that they emerged victorious over the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. What more can you say? Mahomes and the and the Chiefs. They can't be stopped. Their offense is just at another level where. You really have to be perfect if you want to if you want to hang with the Chiefs. They, they ended up winning uh, thirty eight to twenty four in yesterday's game, uh, taking down Josh Allen uh, as the Bills kind of made their resurgence this, this year, getting back into the playoffs after uh, you, you know getting deep into the playoffs this year, uh, and, and good for the Bills. But you, you know you, when you're going up against Patrick Mahomes, you have to pretty much be perfect. Mahomes throwing for three hundred yards and three touchdowns. You've got uh, weapons all. All over the field for the Chiefs, two two touchdowns for Kelsey, one for Miko Miko Hardman, and had it not even been for that uh, Hardman uh, fumble on a uh, on a punt, setting up the Bills on a first and goal from like the three or the four, the game wouldn't have even been as close as it was. Uh, so as the Chiefs, the Chiefs won by won by fourteen. Uh, and that that gave them an extra seven points. So so they could have even won by three scores. Uh, you know it was a nice season for the Buffalo Bills, getting back you know into relevancy. Josh Allen looks like a guy a guy you can really build around now. Uh, after it took him a couple of seasons to get going, Josh Allen throws for two hundred eighty seven yards and rushes for another eighty eight, kind of scrambling, showing that athleticism. If he can hone in his accuracy a little bit more as he did uh, in between last offseason. Season and this year, uh, if he has, if he takes another step forward, the Bills' offense can uh, really, re- really be something to. Uh something to be worried about in that AFC East. That AFC East is going to be interesting this year uh, as, you know, the Dolphins are going to have it two in year two. We'll see what the Jets do uh, with uh, if they're going to get Deshaun Watson or not. I personally don't think they're going to get Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson creating a lot more stink over the weekend about getting traded out of Houston. Uh, more than likely, the, the, the Patriots will be looking for a quarterback. Do they turn to a guy like Mac Jones? Uh, does Bill Belichick tap into his relationship with Nick Saban and uh, draft a guy like Mac Jones to really uh, be that next guy as Cam Newton kind of failed this year as the premier, uh, what they were wanting. Now, they didn't pay him hardly anything at all, so that didn't turn out to be a bad deal for the Patriots this year, but it was an underwhelming season for the New England Patriots. So uh, the the Buffalo Bills look to be uh, the cream of the crop in that division, but as you know with the NFL, it can go any which way any year. Uh, that's a, a league where last place teams, you know, you can turn it around pretty quickly with the right pieces. Uh, but this is about the Super Bowl. We're not looking at the turnaround. Uh, Kansas City and the Bucks already played this year. I believe Kansas City ended up uh, winning their first game. Uh, the, uh, Patrick Mahomes, they, they played the Bucks in week, uh, midway through the season. They went uh, on the road and defeated the Bucks in 
in Tampa, 27-24. So it was a three-point game. Uh, looking for another close game in the Super Bowl. If you're going to give me a three-point game between Brady and Mahomes, I think a lot of us will end up taking that for the Super Bowl. And uh, that's going to come up in two weeks. Uh, and, we, you know, we'll stay tuned. We may or may not have somebody down there from Tide 100.9. I know my man James Ludeman is a huge Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan and from Tampa Bay. So we'll kind of play that one by ear and see if we can get some good coverage of the Super Bowl. Uh, on the Kansas City side, you've got your, your boy Gary Dieter, uh, former transfer, he, for, uh, former transfer, played wide receiver here for the Crimson Tide. Uh, he's kind of he's on the practice squad, so he will get a ring if Kansas City ends up winning, but he very likely will not uh, see any playing time in that Super Bowl uh, in two weeks. So bo- both Alabama participants, O.J. Howard and Gary Dieter, will be watching from the sidelines, but the Crimson Tide is guaranteed to have a member of its football team win the Super Bowl again. I think it's going to be the eighth year in a row, I, I, I believe, for uh, Alabama to have a Super Bowl winner uh, on the roster. So if you want to get into uh, some of that, some some of the NFC and AFC championship talk or the Alabama victory ba- basketball victory over the weekend, uh, beating Mississippi State 81-73, to uh, or even the UFC event that went on on Saturday night, give us a call on the Taco Casa Hotline at 205-342-9904. We'll be back to close down the Martin Houston Show and, and make way for Inside the Locker Room as Wimp and Barry will take you from 7 to 9 this morning. James Ludeman will be filling in for Gary Harris as he has a prior obligation. James Ludeman will fill in on the Gary Harris Show from 9 to 11 today. Travis Ryer, 11 to 12. Jay Barker and the crew will take you 12 to 2. And Ryan Fowler on the game will take you from 2 until 6 all the way up to Hey Coach. It'll be a, a, a spring edition of Hey Coach with Roger Hoover and Crimson Tide Sports Network from 6 until 7. And the interns will take you title talk. Uh, no, excuse me. Excuse me. Tied tonight. Uh, too many, it's too many show names. Tied tonight will air from 7 until 8 with the interns before we turn it back over to ESPN Radio. So a full day on uh, Tide 100.9, a full day of live and local radio. Download that Tide 100.9 app to keep up with it all. We'll be back to close down the Martin Houston show right here on Tide 100.9. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on 2059 eastbound at exit 89 at the Mercedes exit. Emergency crews are on the scene. No other issues reported, but if you do see conditions, of course, give us a call, 205-886-8886. If you want a great ride, grab a new Nissan from your hometown dealer, Townsend Nissan of Tuscaloosa. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good morning. Qualifying for the March Tuscaloosa municipal elections has drawn opposition to mayor and every city council seat except District 4. That's where Lee Busby remains unopposed. On the Board of Education side, only District 2 has an opposition. Dion Washington and Kendra Williams vie for that seat. Deadline for qualifying is 5 p.m. tomorrow. There could be some strong thunderstorms later tonight, but the National Weather Service believes a warm temperature cap aloft will reduce the potential for storms becoming severe. I'm Don Hartley. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, 
make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. Supply. The sound of Bama sports. Your show. Your team. The Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show as we're closing down this Monday edition right before we turn it over to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson. And it's a big week here in the state of Alabama as the NFL Draft kicks off down in Mobile, the Senior Bowl. Uh, getting ready to get going as uh, practices, I believe, start today. We're sending our man Jacob Harrison. Uh, he's going to be out this week from producing because he's going to be reporting uh, down there in Mobile. He'll be uh, getting you all your Crimson Tide coverage at the at the Senior Bowl. Seven Alabama Crimson Tide players are going to be uh, in Mobile participating in uh, in Senior Bowl festivities. You got our guy Najee Harris, uh, Alex Leatherwood, Deontay Brown. Uh, Thomas Fletcher and Landon Dickerson, Mac Jones and Devontae Smith are all headed down to the Senior Bowl. Now, uh, unfortunately, Landon Dickerson isn't going to be able to to uh, participate really in any of the activities, but it's going to be a great chance to get to know two of the NFL coaching staffs. Uh, the Carolina Panthers and the uh, the Miami Dolphins are going to be the coaching staffs on site in Mobile. Uh, Miami Dolphins are drafting there. I think they have two t- t- two first round picks. One of them right there in the top five, drafting number three overall, thanks to the Houston Texans. Uh, so seven of, of our Crimson Tide guys are going to be down there trying to make a good impression on the Senior Bowl committee. Uh, uh, Jim Nagy does a great job in Mobile. Make, make sure you look for Jacob Harrison and his coverage uh, right here on Tide 109 and uh, Tide109.com and on that Tide 100.9 app. Uh, so we'll have all all that coverage, and you can follow him on Twitter at Jacob at uh, Jacob Harrison with two J's and two N's. Uh, he'll he'll take care of you. All, all, get all your needs. Ha, uh, probably secure a couple good interviews, and uh, let us know what's going on down there as the draft starts in Mobile. So we'll look forward to seeing some of that. It was a big show. We got uh, got into the Alabama victory over Mississippi State uh, over the weekend. Uh, we talked about Alabama's hiring of their new running backs. Coach, 
uh, Robert Gillespie from North Carolina. We got into uh, Conor McGregor getting knocked out, uh, and we'll see if he gets back into the octagon anytime soon. And the NFL, the AFC and the NFC championships uh, were pretty dramatic over the weekend. Uh, and we're, when we get done, we're going to turn it over to uh, inside the locker room. It'll be Wimp and Barry Sanderson from 7 to 9. James Ludeman will be filling in for Gary Harris today, 9 to 11. Uh, Travis Ryer gives you Southern Fried Sports, 11 to 12. Jay Bark will bring you uh, will bring you Jay Barker show from 12 until 2 and uh, Ryan Fowler will take you 2 until 6 tonight want to remind you that tied tonight we'll restart our intern show we'll start from 7 to 8 this evening as we look to do that Monday Wednesdays and Fridays that's going to be it for me today uh, as we're going to turn it over to Wimp and Barry Sanderson I'll be back the rest of the week I'm Joe Gaither filling in for the Martin Houston show you can f- follow me on Twitter at Joe Gaither 6 and we'll be back tomorrow to talk more Alabama Crimson Tide and, and Tuscaloosa sports. Yeah.